Hi, welcome back to the Link Legacy Podcast. Hey, Griff. <laughs> we have a serious problem <laughs> in the studio that I'd like to address. First off, I came up here to record this episode. Thought I was the first one in the studio. The light was off. The light was off. The table was on, casting an eerie glow in the room. And all I see is fucking Chris silently sitting here by himself in the dark. And he just turns to me, says, hey, and gives me like the biggest scare of my day. If I hadn't come from the bathroom, I would have crapped myself. And and now he he's just here. Like, I, was this was this a mistake? I have a seat at the table. Is <laughs> this a mistake, guys? Seriously, he's just reserving Is the his next seat. person that's running a module letting him come back? <laughs> uh, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, so so we're trying to we're trying to get together. Everybody's at the table. We're getting ready to record. And and what does Chris do with a box of tissues right next to him? A box of tissues right next to him. He pulls out like a crumpled, used looking ass tissue to blow his nose and then proceeds to put it back in his pocket. What are you doing over there, man? Well, it's not all the way you pulled out five. (laughs) Yeah, like it's there's a box next to you, and you keep pulling them out of your pockets. Like your average use per tissue, like just like three or four. I don't want to be wasteful. That's too many uses, man. Not really. It's a big That's tissue. Too many it's a, uses. It's a big old square. There's- Is that what you were doing when you were sitting here no, alone no, in no. the dark, putting tissues in your pockets? Listen, I want to defend myself. In the olden days, when you had kerchiefs, you wouldn't just use it once and throw it away. It's a Get kerchief. Get yourself a kerchief. It's then. made of fabric. You the wash those. that you wash. Well, I mean, you don't, you, you don't use it once and then wash it again. So anyway, all of this to say <laughs> that I'm a little scared starting this session. A little worried. A little like worried coming, about the state of the... Yeah, coming in with I, a weird energy. State of the Look, studio. Here's the thing. is I feel like this is all in character anyways. So I'm not worried about the episode because I... I mean, I think this feels very Godfrey-esque. I mean, like, Chris is emitting as much mucus as a frog person would, probably. Well, okay, Griffin, you also yelled at me for this, so... (laughs) It's called method acting! (laughs) (laughs) Look, I don't want to play favorites here, okay? (laughs) But Chris is your favorite, we get it. Mm -hmm. But you twisted my arm. (laughs) 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 Really twisted my arm here. So guys, how's everybody doing? You, You all okay? I thrive on awkwardness, so yeah. this is great. <laughs> I think I think we're ready to just get back into it because we left our heroes in the middle of a combat. You guys came into the carnival. You saw that everything had changed. You engaged in combat with some brownie ticket distributors, and then you headed to the tent of Modern Marvels because that's where it looked like most of the souls were coming out of. Upon arrival, you found that the lumberjack bouncer you had met back when the carnival wasn't so creepy was actually a dark fae, and he tried to kill you, even utilizing some of the machines. He has collapsed due to some sneak attack damage. Unfortunately, though, a couple of couple more brownies have dimension doored adjacent to all of our squishy characters. 
And so, let's keep this combat rolling, baby. Next in the order is Mika. These things have arrived, and you see most of them have images on them. It's pretty easy to tell. And you do have Bardic Performance on, but it's still lingering. All of these brownies dimension doored in away from Mika, but there is one that only has one image that's fairly close. And these things go pretty quick. So instead of moving around to catch a flank, Mika just runs right up to the brownie and she will just try to attack. Only an 11. 11 doesn't hit, nor does it pop an image. Darn it. Godfrey, you're up. Okay, Godfrey's got a brownie with four images right next to him. He's going to take a five-foot step away from it and try to muster up the minimum amount of energy to throw a sling and at least pop one of the images on it. Okay. And what kind of bullet are you using? I am using the, the only bullets that I have purchased <laughs> with this character. Groaning bullets. Really? I thought you would have bought slimy bullets. Ah, got me there. But I got you, too, with a 26 to hit. Is that a natural 20? No, it's an 18. Okay. Yeah, so 26 would hit. Why don't you roll me a d6? Reroll the 6. Reroll 6, one hits. You sure you want to make one hit? Yep. Okay, I'm about to roll a 1. Now I got a 6. Whoa, I might still get a 1. Uh-oh. A 3. No, I just pop an image. Pop an image. And then he's going to reload his sling. That'll be his turn. Okay. Will he be? You know, these guys aren't in terrible position. So... I am going to, or Willie is going to take a five foot step closer to the rest of the party and flash, cast glitter dust so that it hits both the brownie, the black brownie, and the blue brownie. Make me a UMD. It does not go off. Okay. Unfortunately. Make sure you're docking these charges from your wand. Next in the order is Arabella. Arabella is quite far away from all of, to the large grouping here, but she could get right in front of Willie and next to that one that was about to attack Willie with some ease. Okay. So I'll go there and attempt to attack. Now, actually, I just, I had a thought here. What would, per se, like, flask of acid or alchemical fire do? Area of effect things, so those are still targeted. Okay. Uh, but if it were an area of effect, it would deal the normal damage, but it wouldn't pop any images. Okay. Well, with that in mind, I will just attack normally then instead of with whatever else is there. Sure. You could you could certainly do splash damage. You would do splash damage to it, but you'd have the same mischance. Eleven. Really bad. Really, really bad. Comstock. All right. Comstock takes a five-foot step backwards away from the brownie with the black token there that only has one image. He's holding his pistol and his dagger. I'm I'm not sure if I want to try and use that range feint with the dagger if I may still hit an image. That's a tough one. No, I'm going to do it. All right. So he's going to th- he's going to throw a dagger. Which one's he throwing at? This is going to be the close one with the with the one image. Sure. Um, and this is just for the faint purposes, right? Yeah. There's 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 no way I hit this. Uh, no, there's no way I hit it with a 
12. Nope. Yeah. So, um, so he does not achieve the ranged feint, but he can still try and shoot it. Let's give it a shot. That'll be a natural 20. Natural 20. Ooh. Yeah. Would hit touch. Give me a 50 50. Yeah. Let's go. Odds will hit. All right. I'm rolling a D100 because that makes sense. Okay. Nice. Then uh, 51 or higher hits. 61. All right. Hey, both counts. All right. Let's see if I confirm this crit. Potentially here. That'll be a 17 against its touch AC. Meets beats. Let's Woo! go. Yeah. I know you want to roll this because guns are an X4 crit. Oh my God. Are they? Yeah. Imagine my surprise when I just learned that is correct. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So Comstock, he sees two, two of these creatures in front of him, and he's going back and forth, right? Like, you know, which one's the real one? And he just takes, he just shoots his shot. He's, I'm going to go with the one on the right. Boom. He pulls the trigger and uh, he, he shoots it in the head. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys are familiar with like a hollow point ammunition. This is clearly not what that is because this is just a musket ball, but I'm just going to flavor it like that is. So it has a pretty small entry wound and a massive conical explosion of brain matter blows out the back of this thing with 51 points of damage. Oh. <laughs> Wow, you uh, did 10 times as much as you needed to. And that was a confirmed crit, so I get my grit point back nice. from the very inefficient uh, pistol whip from last session. Yes. And then a little lock and load because my next barrel is good to go. Sounds good. So the, the yellow one that is right next to Arabella is going to take a five-foot step back, and I need Arabella to make me a will save. Oh, no. Is this uh, illusion or charm? Nope. Fear? Nope. Uh, I rolled a nine mm -hmm. for a nine. Oh, okay. Uh, how? Is your is your will bonus a, a zero? <laughs> okay. It uh, is right now because I'm sickened. Oh. You're confused. Oh. And you will be for two rounds. Great. I also need Mika to make a will save. I know what your bonuses are for this, so go ahead and roll it without Okay. Them. Only an 11. Ooh, even with your plus four, because this is a spell-like ability from a fake creature, and it is an enchantment effect. Does the morale bonus from the bardic performance come in at all? That's only charm it's, and fear. Uh, yeah, okay. it's not charm or fear. Uh, and even with that plus four, which would get you to a 15, you are also confused. Oh, oh shit. Oh, dear. You guys are in trouble. For three rounds. Yeah, Godfrey is adjacent to both of them and without any mirror images is very concerned. <laughs> I think Whaley should be concerned. So with that, it's Mika's turn. Let's uh, let's check that confusion table. Hey, uh, for, for Willie's turn, um, I, I it didn't sound right to me, so I looked it up. Failing a roll does not expend a charge on a wand. Oh, it doesn't? No, it does not. So what did you get total? Because he can't even activate it. Right, exactly. Right. You don't expend anything. Right. What did he get total? Do you remember this what Willie got? Because it does cause a magical mishap if he missed high enough. An 18. Oh, okay, then you were, you were close. Yeah, go ahead and uh, give me a roll here. All right, these... I'm bad with doing the percentiles, so I got a 90, so I know it's high, and then a zero. So is that just That's 90? 90 90, 90, 90 flat, which okay. means you attack the nearest creature, which is Comstock. Now that you've started attacking Comstock, you do not stop. Well, gonna want to look up your touch AC for next round, Miss Mika. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Okay. 
I'm gonna use my dice that are rolling poorly for me. And do I have to do like a full round flurry of blows? Plus We're supposed to attack normally. Attack normally. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't. You are. Basically, you, you treat to. him as your enemy. I couldn't do like a scorpion. Oh no, I probably wouldn't want to waste that anyway. All right. Oh my goodness! Double ones. Wow! Let's go. Mika, what the fuck? <laughs> Snake eyes on two d twenties is very impressive. It is. <laughs> It's like we're dancing. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. I am not attracted to you. No, thank you. <laughs> Godfrey, you're up. Oh, okay. I think Godfrey is going to just take another sling attack at the blue brownie with three images on it. Okay. 19 on the die. Not a critical threat, but definitely going to hit. Yep. I'll roll a d4. Yep. One hits. Four. All right, pops an image. Then I will reload. Oh, man, I'm calling my shots real well on these. Yep. Wait, so Mika continues to attack? No, uh, not unless Comstock hits her back. Okay, okay. If you're damaged by another creature, then you don't stop. stop. She'll just roll again on the confusion table. Because right now I'm five feet away from Arabella. I could five foot step to be over to Mika, but I I feel like Haley's rolling really low today, so I feel better next to her. Yeah, and your character doesn't know that they're confused. I, I guess you could infer that Mika is confused because she just swung at Comstock. Okay, true. Will it be? Want to go ahead and give uh, Arabella guidance for when she cuts you in? <laughs> It'd be really fun if the shield other worked in the opposite direction as well. So that I was so you were dealing myself. damage to yourself. Appeared <laughs> in this position. I do not have much else to do, but. Arabella, I really do hope that you can attack the rock creature. I'm going to do a knowledge check on the spell that is affecting them. It's a spell-like ability. Oh. So I, I think you can still do spellcraft on that on those. All right. If you say so. Yeah. It's terrible with a 10. Yeah, you have no idea. You All don't right. even think something's been cast. But I am still going to perform. So keep up the... Keep up the Inspire Courage. Okay. Arabella, roll me a D100. 45. 45. You do nothing but babble incoherently. Comstock. Okay, so so to be clear with Confusion, Mika's going to roll again. Yes. Would she take attacks of opportunity on me? No, Confused characters can't take attacks of opportunity. All right, just making sure there. I was furiously reading about confusion on other players' turns, and I didn't get quite that far. So, uh, seeing that Mika is acting strangely, he's a little concerned, but but knows that the brownies certainly are still a huge threat to him, so he is going to pop a shot at the nearest one. It has two images. What what, what do you rule that, Griff? Is that shooting through Godfrey? I don't know. Do you have... kind of on the edge. Point blank slash precise shot. I have precise shot. Yeah, then it doesn't matter. Oh. Well, no, they're not. A, precise shot is engaged in melee attacks. It's not like shooting through somebody. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely not shooting through them. Okay, cool. I know it's, it's just like a weird angle there. It could be. It's close. That is a natural 20. Ooh. Let's go. Okay. Roll a confirm. Uh, oh, you want me to roll confirm first now? Probably not, though, at a... 
15 to hit. Nope, doesn't confirm. All right. Go ahead and roll high, medium, low, high hits. Okay. Low. So he pops an image. Okay. And then reloads, or rather swivels his barrels around and is going to take a five-foot step away from Mika, who is uh, being strange. Don't like that. That makes sense. Fair. And uh, pull out a dagger. Okay. How many daggers do you have? 15. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's that impact you with six strength? Well, it certainly does. I, I have a medium load right now. Okay. I believe I actually have like 0.4 pounds away from a heavy load. <laughs> Damn. So first thing that's going to happen is the blue brownie is going to step up to Godfrey, attempt a touch attack. It's a 20 against touch. Yep, that hits. Yeah, I'm the dangerous one, not the guy with 15 knives on him. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want to walk through all of you to get to the guy with 15 knives on him. Godfrey, you can't regulate your body temperature. Godfrey, you take one point of dexterity damage. Oh. The other one is going to try to move up around to Godfrey, and it's going to attack at Godfrey's touch AC as well. That is a 22. Yes, that will hit. It's just, again, like you're an easy target because you can't regulate your body temperature. Yep, two more points of dex damage. Ooh. Do you use dex for anything? Well, yes, I, since I've been making ranged attacks. I, I definitely do. <laughs> Alrighty, Mika, roll me a d100. 52. 52. You hit yourself. 1d8 plus your strength modifier. Oh, boy. I should have used one of my dice that's not rolling well, because I rolled myself an eight, so... Ouch. It's uh, 11 points of damage for me. Owie. Owie zowie. She's probably, she's like twirling around in in her spot and just like absently hits herself in the the (laughs) forehead. Godfrey, these creatures are touching you and making you, making your cold amphibian heart feel even colder. Yes. It's hard for me to regulate my my internal temperature with this, so he's going to take a five-foot step back diagonally. Uh, so he's got Mika to the left of him and uh, Willie to the right. He's going to take another shot at the blue brownie with only one image now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15's not going to hit. But it does pop the image. Whoa, okay, awesome. And then he's going to reload as that groaning bullet hums off into the distance. <laughs> I love it. Willie. It's not quite time to channel. So with my lesser restoration wand out, I'm going to take a five-foot step back behind Godfrey and use that on him for two points. Thank you very much. All right. Arabella, roll me a uh, D100, please. This is my last round. 46. I do the same thing. So you do nothing. I was going to ask this last time, but what does it sound like when she babbles? You'd probably hear her say a couple times, like, gold, money, daddy. <laughs> She's oh, my father. father. Daddy. <laughs> Willie, a couple times, probably Mika. Probably a few, like, 
Ew. And cute. (laughs) (laughs) She's looking cross-eyed at the tent. Ew. Ew. (laughs) This would be a good time to take the bugbear. Remember it turned horrible? (laughs) The great escape. Oh, yeah. Grabbing the bugbear. All right, Comstock, you're up next. Okay. Comstock is going to take a... Oh, no. I don't know. Maybe Mika is going to attack him again. I'm going to delay my turn until after Mika goes. (laughs) I I did stop (laughs) performing as well. It's lingering, though, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know about that one. All right, with that delay, it is the brownie's turn. You can't take attacks of opportunity. You have a ranged weapon out. The blue one is going to move in between Godfrey and Arabella. Okay. And it's going to attack at Arabella. But it won't hit with a 15. The other one moves to flank. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Ooh, natural one also misses. It's Mika's turn. Last round of being confused. Let's see if I can roll low. 38. 38, you do nothing. Mika stops spinning around and notices like a clump of snow off to the side. Ooh, pretty cloud. And she just stares at it for the whole turn. (laughs) Comstock. Okay. So Comstock is going to throw his dagger over uh, Willie Besaw's friend or uh, head, which uh, is targeting the blue-based brownie. Sure. See if I can hit the DC check to make it lose its dex bonus with my feint here. Uh, 18? It was sense motive plus 10. If it's trained in sense motive, yes. It is trained in sense motive. Okay. What was the other one? Base attack bonus plus wisdom modifier plus 10. Okay. That should succeed. Wonderful. Now, let's see if I hit. Now, I'm definitely shooting through Willie's square, so that's thing's going to get a little bit of cover from me. But I think I might do it at a 22. Yep, 22 will do it. Wonderful. Nice. Let's go. No images on this bad boy either. No images. Um, he just lines a shot up, puts the gun right next to Willie's ear with no <laughs> hearing protection on. Only make me a fortitude save. <laughs> Deafened. Wow, this is some really good damage here. 25 points of damage. Yep. Got all that sneak Boom. attack in there. Boom! I'm going to go ahead and uh, take him off the board. Yeah, you know, there's something like five health. <laughs> Next in the order is Godfrey. Okay, Godfrey will take a five-foot step over to uh, the side to get a good angle on the... Yep, so he's not right behind Arabella. Yep, so he's got his uh, the last remaining brownie with two images uh, in his sights. He's going to take another little slingshot at it. Two on the die is not going to do it. The bullet groans off into the distance and he will reload and that's his turn. Bullet just, uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Willie. I don't think anyone else has taken damage this. Besides Arabella. I've taken damage. Mika took damage from So everyone's taken damage besides Godfrey. Godfrey just took ability score damage. Just ability score damage. Yeah, with one of these left, it's not really worth it to channel still. Uh, so I'm going to take a five-foot step and use his wand again on Godfrey. Oh, yeah. Little frog, you are silly. Four. All right, no more damage. Arabella, you are no longer confused. Arabella kind of shakes her head and she stares daggers at this brownie. That was like so not cool. It's that is not a game I like to play. 
And in fact, like, maybe I should just murder you. It sticks its tongue out at you and puts its hands to the side of its face. (laughs) Would a 19 demoralize it? Yes, it would. That's a standard action, right? Yep. And then the other action, she's going to take kind of a five-foot diagonal back towards the front of the tent, now that it is demoralized. Okay. It is the brownie's turn, seeing its allies decimated. It breaks out into a sprint to one of the other attractions. So it's going to move 120 feet. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Straight line out of there. That'll put it solidly out of my range increment. (laughs) I thought it might. I guess we follow. And effectively, you are out of combat unless you choose to chase it. At this point, there there's one that's literally disappeared and ran off and told someone. Who knows if that's that one has just been bouncing around to different places telling them. I could glitter dust. I have the range to glitter dust it. Do I want to blind it before it gets anywhere so it might not have the ability to actually I mean, get there? It's like one round. Glitter dust has that far of a range? It is long. 100 feet plus 10 per level. Right, and it's a level 2, and it's like 130 so that'd feet be 120. away from you. You said right, it so runs it's 120. It, it's, and it's already 10 feet away from you. Yeah, that's, that's true. Saying. That's true, but yeah. I could well, use you can, Yeah, you could, could, you could move and, and try and get it. I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know if it's worth it. Hey, I'm all about you using charges on your wands. They already know that we're here yeah. and we yeah. can see things, so. It would be so easy to just uh, at least uh, try to attack this thing. It is not worth my time. Are you sure, Willie? Because it feels like maybe your wand might be defective lately. Like, work on yourself, maybe? One of the only reasons why I stay in this town is the money that your father gives me for these protective measures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Willie's having some trouble <laughs> with his wand. I wonder about this place. Alright. Uh- yeah, so there's a whole bunch of other souls pouring out into the sky from other places. Maybe we should go work on that. Oh, it, this certainly hasn't stopped. Yeah. All of the machines are still on. As you enter, you see that all of the machines are still churning through fairgoers. Everybody kind of is applauding as they see logs going through the, the various machines. However, the machines themselves are splitting... Lumberjacks and uh, lumber barons. My workers! Wow. What carnage. Oh my god, like, how are we gonna get anything up and running if all of them are dying? Arabo would like to run and start dismantling whatever she can. She doesn't know how to. She has a great disabled device. The chipper from earlier definitely had, like, an off handle that I shot. Yes. So I'm wondering if we may be uh, in good luck and just can just shut them off. I don't know break them though yeah you've got the 10 splitter in front of you yeah uh now for this one you were in range of the dangerous part and and you arabella know that nowhere to avoid for the rest of these machines you're going to need to make an engineering check or be kind of working blind on how to how to disable them with but while keeping yourself safe okay well arabella will jump and jump down and start working on the 10 splitter. Okay, make me a either a disabled device to 
uh, disable it using skill or a strength check to disable it using brute force. <laughs> or you can destroy. attempt to destroy the machine. The machines have hardness, but they also have HP. 18 disable device. You fail, but not by enough to get caught up in the gears. Can I try a second time? You can try a second time. I also have thieves tools. Is this something we could aid each other on like working together? You could aid each other, yeah. 25. I'm gonna try it. Well, the 25 is good. I was gonna say, after I, I, I just rolled it really quick, sorry. Another thing that you could do is if you identify a key component, the shatter wand can still be used on non-crystalline objects. Yeah, it can certainly be used on yeah. objects. So, like, as long as it's less than 10 pounds, a, a specific gear. I mean, I think at this point, Arabella, she knows probably the most about the d- disabling de- the devices and would start running to the different devices. Now, if that means Willie wants to go split up and take the other area with a shatter and someone else wants to do engineering, right? Like, I think that we could much more easily split up. So, so what about those who don't have a way to... You, you are going to need knowledge engineering or you run the risk of stepping into the dangerous range of these machines. Okay. So that's splitting up might not be the best strategy if you don't all at least who have a rank Who has knowledge engineering? I just, figured comp just, stock Yeah, just me. Uh, I raised my hand completely silently. Very, very terrible form for podcasting. I got a plus six on it. It's like you've been doing this for two and a half years. <laughs> eh, sometimes I forget. So, yeah, then Arabella would turn. Uh, Lizard, we need to go right now. And you need to tell me what I wear and what I need to do with this planer. Oh, absolutely. And this is all this is all stolen from from Cobalt. So like right I, now. I know a thing. I know <laughs> right I, I, now. I know a thing or two. You're coming to the right person. Uh, and then he's gonna go ahead and follow you. And uh, I guess roll knowledge engineering on the planing, the planer. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, you see that a lumberjack is demonstrating the amazing power of his board maker. He gleefully tosses rough-hewn planks between twin churning drums covered with iron rasps. They almost seem to scream as a perfectly clean plank pops out the other side. And you see that this plank is made of flesh and bone and sinew on the other side. And the crowd just kind of applauds here. Go ahead and make your engineering check. But uh, you could also make a sense motive here. True modern marble. I can make a sense motive, but I'm I'm not great at them. I can do sense motive. I mean, say what you will, but these planks are sustainably sourced. Fair. Uh, 18 sense motive. Knowledge engineering, uh, natural one for seven. Very okay. terrible. 25 on the sense motive? Yeah, with, with a 25 sense motive, you do notice that this lumberjack that's demonstrating appears to be going through the motions and appears to be enchanted. Comstock, you would point Arabella to a, an area that you think needs to be disabled. Arabella, I need you to roll a reflex save. Yeah, I was going to say, Arabella would have called Mika in to help, too, with disabled device, yeah, if so she would be willing. Go ahead and, and roll M- Mika tells Willie about the, like, seeming to be enchanted, if, if he can do something to help him. 15 on that reflex. Only a 13 for Mika. So... As you two go in to inspect and disable the planer, Comstock, you kind of point to an area you think looks safe, but it turns out there's an internal mechanism there. It grabs both of you by your clothing, but 
Arabella, you manage to kind of pull back quickly. Uh, it only like nicks you on on the finger. Miki, you get pulled into the machine. Mm. Oh no, you're picking up so uh, many. Uh, Willie, I might need a channel. This is, this is not gonna be good. Well, how much down are you? Eleven. Of what? Forty-five. You're d- only down eleven. I only have forty-five hit points. Yeah, but if you're only down eleven, that's not too bad. Well, add a little bit to that because you take twenty points of damage Ooh. as you're ripped and torn between the two rafts. You manage to maneuver your body in a way that it doesn't completely skin you. Oh. But you come out battered and bloody, your armor shredded in places, and your skin just ripped apart in other places, your arms broken. <gasps> That's not good. All right. Her arm is legitimately broken, or? I mean, you could magical healing will okay. fix it. But. Yeah. Uh, and based on all of the damage from the battle before, Willie probably would have taken his the wand of cure light out already and started healing but he will start with Mika okay Mika got torn up but appears to be alive are you doing the disable device I mean I'm not in the right spot am I now that you've seen that you're you can get caught in this spot you you're able to find an area where you think you can work yeah, so Arabella will step up and she will try to disable that device and hopefully not get stuck. Woohoo! 23. Yep, with a 23, you successfully um, gum up the gears, so to speak, and the planer is no longer operational. You see next to the planer, there's the stacker. This device stacks and binds cords of wood onto shipping pallets. Clean lumber is thrown down a chute where automated automated shuffling panels line it up by size. The wood is then dropped on a pallet squared off by iron bars. As soon as the pallet fills to the top, another helper pulls a lever that drops down a device that looks like an oversized horseshoe from some scaffolding above. It fits neatly over the cord, and when it retracts, it binds the entire stack together with small chains. The stacker looks like it is stacking up bodies like cordwood. And you can see pretty plainly that if anybody gets too close to the chains, they're getting caught up in it and then just squeezed into this stack. Uh, All right. Well, go ahead and roll me the engineering. Oh, boy. Go ahead and give you guidance for that. Brooks, it's a good call. Okay, because that is going to total out at a 15 with that guidance. Okay. I assume you're doing some healing in between them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm down 11 too, so when you're done with Meek, I wouldn't mind a bop from that wand. Are the girls going back in to disable the stacker? Hey, while you girls are gonna, you, you, you girls are doing that, I got something I got to take care of. And he goes uh, running out of the tent. He get, goes and gets his daggers back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we hop down and uh, I'm, I'll disable the device. Are you going to help? Do we need to do a reflex save or are we good this time? Oh, uh, guidance. You see that this thing's kind of going haywire. Comstock points it out uh, and you're able to avoid where the chains are kind of lashing out and where they're getting uh, the dumbfounded onlookers. Go ahead and make a disable device check. I'll just try to do my own and see. 25. Uh, nope. <laughs> uh, what's the note? Oh, only an 11. Okay. You fail 
by a decent margin. Mm. Does a 30 hit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you take eight points of bludgeoning damage. As you're disabling it, your wrist gets caught where the where the chain is bundling the the wood and it uh, you slam into the into the other bodies that are bundled up there. However, the device is disabled by Arabella. I'm just gonna let Arabella handle the next one. I think you could just aid me. Yeah, if you just aided, then it's kind of the success or failure is up to Arabella's role. Okay, as as long as it looks like there's a clear path, I will aid. All right, next one's the board press. Yeah, the board press. This machine restores and flattens warp boards using steam and pressure. After placing twisted planks onto a bed of short spikes, a heavy iron plate is latched down over the top. Giant turn screws create incredible pressure while a series of twisted copper pipes spill boiling hot water down onto the device, bathing everything in a cloud of scalding steam. After the steam clears, the screws are released and the board pops out clean and flat. Go ahead and give me that engineering. Yeah, I run back in with, uh, with a couple more knives and uh, I'm going to take a look at the board press. All right, that is going to be a 15 again. You think you have found a, a spot that is relatively safe and steam-free. Go ahead and make me a disabled device. Course with guidance. Mika aids. 21. Arabella succeeds at disabling the press. The steam stops. Great. All right, let's run over to the three most terrifying-looking ones after the 10-splitter, which is the blade, the debarker, and the chipper. So let's start with the blade. Oh, yes, the blade of doom. All of the rest of these sound like things for trees. The Blade of Doom, a little bit less so. Suspended from an old catapult frame, a massive circular saw blade with a diameter of the length of a cow spins at a blinding speed. A conveyor belt crafted entirely from spike chain hauls entire trees towards the whirling monstrosity that rends them in half as easily as a plow tills sand. Go ahead and make me an engineering. Hi, Willie Beesoff. Uh, would you mind helping me on this one? Asking for a little guidance there. Of course. Uh, not a eventually in need. Ah. Uh, 18 on the die. Crush it. Yep. You see how the the logs and then eventually the onlookers are being hooked onto this conveyor with the chains and you point out a spot to avoid it. Go ahead and give me a disabled device check. All right. With some more guidance. Mika aids. So I have a, a total of a 17 with the aid. 17 doesn't succeed, but okay. you don't get stuck. Okay, okay. So I'll do uh, one more shot. Guidance again? Oh, yeah. It's free, so. Ooh. Mika aids. Uh, nat 20. Ooh. Okay, so. That goes to literally a 33. Yeah, you managed to get the blades to stop spinning. Next, we have the chipper, which you have some experience with. Do. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to proposition something here. We know when the handle is down, it is stopped. So what if we bring the handle down and then just use the shatter wand on the handle? Just break the handle. Sounds like a plausible strategy to me. Okay. All right. I mean, we, what checks do we need for that? It is Shatter's on the cleric spell list, so I don't wouldn't need a UMD for it. And I can't imagine we would not know where it's dangerous if we've literally already dealt with it. Yep, for this one, I think you're good to just 
perform that strategy. Awesome. Awesome. Because you've seen it in action. Finally, we have the debarker. Newly felled trunks are bolted to titanic iron gears and locked into a frame, creating a giant rotating spindle. As the trunk spins, a huge mechanical arm fixed with an oversized lathe blade slams into the bark, sloughing it off in thick strands. Anything within the debarker's area, like you're seeing sloshing skin and blood fly Absolutely off of this. Terrifying. The the About as close to a human blender. It's it's literally yeah. spinning fairgoers quickly and then this lathe blade is kind of carving off the first layer of them. Mm. Debarker? Uh, I'm not well enough acquainted with her. <laughs> he says uh, as multiple like, people are dying in front of him. Godfrey screaming. just stop. <laughs> Godfrey. I thought you were fairly, fairy godmother. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep our spirits high, I guess. This is all very horrible. Godfrey says that, and like you hear from his pouch, his sling bullet, bullets groan. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I'm, Let's get this engineering one right. Guidance, of course. Probably not. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, go right there. Um, and this is going to resolve to an 11. <laughs> I Air should have fellas. asked for healing. It's probably too late now. Okay, you're pointed in a spot. And I it's way too there. close to the lathe blade. No reflex? No, these are attack rolls. Uh, a 35 against Mika and a 37 against Arabella will both hit. I think it's really funny that you even feel the need to tell us these numbers at this point. <laughs> uh, two <laughs> points of damage for Mika. Oh. Five points of damage for Arabella. Again, you're not like... You're not fastened to the spinning thing, yeah. so you're just kind of okay. getting the blade hit you. Uh, but the blade itself is not spinning; it's the it's the people that are on the platform spinning. Ah, uh, okay. Ugh, you stupid lizard! That was not the right spot. It's not my fault. You got too close. <laughs> maybe he says, "Don't like it was directly his fault." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mika, it's twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, that disables this and the and you. At this point, you're kind of getting into the muck of it, so you've got splattered gore, Mika and Arabella do, from having to get close to it, and the horrors of the modern engineering tent are disabled. Nice. Fantastic. Are people clearing Fantastic. out now that it's not running? Yeah, it looks like the the lumberjacks that were operating the stuff are remain enchanted, and they're like kind of moving in their in their normal. Okay. Their normal, I guess, how they would operate the They're machines, like, but the machines aren't the working. Motion. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And the onlookers, seeing that the machines are no longer cutting wood, kind of file out. And then I finish healing everybody up. Okay, cool. So if we go outside and we look up to the sky, where is the next most outpouring? You can't really tell. A lot of them are... The really strong one was coming from this tent, but... There are several kind of equally intense streams coming from the area with the ale tent and the, you know, the burlesque show was there, although you didn't uh, participate. And then you see the maze uh, has some souls coming up from it. There's also across the lake, the the area where the the ice blocks were, there's the titan wheel remember mika tried to spin it you see souls coming up off of that and then over by where all the food was you see faint souls coming from the field where you were performing 
all of the carnival games as well. You think maybe like all of those things combined might be... Well, if everything's pretty equivalent at this point, I don't know why we wouldn't just choose the next closest thing. Sure. Maybe we should try making our way over towards the the ice carving. We know that Namdor and Quid's wife is encased in ice. Might be by the ice. And Namdor and Quid might help us if we freeze wipe. So yeah, on your side of the carnival, there is the strong ale tent and the burlesque show. That's kind of it on this side. And then if you were to continue... The other way, the Titan Wheel is across the way past all of the carnival games you were playing. And the ice carving contest is across the bridge, across the frozen pond. So technically the closest thing to us is the ice carving contest, if I look at this map. But we do have a very good route if we go Strong Ale Tent to Titan's Wheel to ice carving contest. Yeah, do like a loop. Yeah. Yeah, we hook our way up. Yeah, as much as I want to get to the ice carving, that would that would uh, reduce the double backing we would have to do. Right. So, strong ale tent. So you're heading to the strong ale tent. So you enter the tent. Beneath the ale tent, the reveling lumberjacks stand contorted in various stages of rigor as they slowly transform into gnarled trees, while their comrades stumble about in an alcohol-fueled haze, engaging in one-sided conversations with oak-skinned friends. One scrawny Jack drunkenly boasts about his axe work and obliviously displays his prowess by whacking over one of the tree men and deftly splitting him into small piles of logs. So, like, this is confusing for me because this is both harmful and beneficial for my company. You see that many of these lumberjacks appear to have turned to trees with mugs of ale in their hand, and you see an impish bartender tapping a keg and serving ale. But what about the one that threw a beer at me? Please tell me that man was just split in half by his friends. Make a perception check. Yeah. <laughs> 19. 24. Uh, 15. 22. 10. Godfrey, you're able to find him. He's a tree. Ah, there he is over there. He's, he's wooden now. Ah, fucker. Why don't we get the guy responsible for all this? It looks like Imagine the bartender must have something to do with all this. Do you think you could, like, take him out without him noticing what you're doing? Just, like, you know, pop shot? Or maybe that's a better question for the lizard and not the frog. Mm, yes, I would say so. The man with the gun is the good one to ask. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I can so, do that. So, Comstock. Yeah? Just shoot him. Okay. And uh, Comstock's gonna... Ooh, I only have two potions of invisibility, but it might be worth it. Is it? Why? No, it's absolutely so busy. not. It's so busy. Just shoot him now. Oh, just pop him now? And, yes. All right. Well, uh, how close is he? He's but across I, the tent from you, so about 50 feet. Okay. I want to get just a little closer. I want to get 40 feet away. Can I roll stealth check or a bluff to kind of just wander in a little bit? I'd say a bluff to fit in. Guidance. I could aid. Can I aid the bluff by, like, saying, let's go get a drink and stuff or something? Yeah. Okay, I auto ate a bluff, so. Mm, yeah, come here often. Natural 20 on the bluff. Nice. nice. He's looking pretty slick here. That bluff will come up to a 31 with guidance. Okay. Gets to 28. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Boy, did I need that, uh, that natural 20. So Comstock will 
pretend to be raising up a beer mug, but really it's a handgun. <laughs> Subtle distinction. Subtle distinction. Easily, yeah, easily interchangeable. And will will slowly expend a grit point as he uses a little gunslinger deed called Deadeye. So I am still... We talked about this on the regular show with guns that um, outside of my first range increment, I would be resolving against regular AC also taking a penalty for the range. But if I use this Deadeye gunslinger deed, then I will still be taking the penalty, minus two, outside of my range increment. Mm -hmm. However, I will be resolving at touch AC. Okay, so what I want you to do first is so get yourself in the right spot, unless you're not. We are. We're good to go, yeah. Okay, Comstock's got to be ahead of all of you. Arabella can be with him. So I want both of you to make will saves. Oh, dear. We know how great I am with this. Illusion and charm? Illusion. Then it's a plus one onto my will for a total of 15. Okay. Uh, Fear, motion, curse would give me a plus two. Yeah, 15. Okay. You think he's not paying any attention to you and he's serving patrons. Okay, great. Okay. I bring up my, my other hand to steady the handgun. Bam, pull the trigger. Bam, pull the trigger. Roll for initiative. <laughs> All right. Arabella. A 21. Mika. Four. Good. Really good. Uh. Comstock. <laughs> Boy, I hope that bluff check got me in the surprise round because my initiative is an eight. Godfrey. 22. What's your mod? Oh, oh no. 12. <laughs> okay. What? What? Got a familiar that gives me a plus four to initiative. Gosh, mm. Damn. But will it be? 24. One person is acting in the surprise round. It's our friend with the gun. All right. Here it goes. And your surprise round action is resolving the damage from that shot. Okay. Or shoot it. Yeah, shoot it. Seeing if you hit. I think I might do it. I get a 19 against his flat-footed touch. Okay. Roll me another will save. Oh, dear. Another 15. Okay. You shoot the bartender in the shoulder. He reels back and stares daggers at you. It's Willie B's turn. Do do I not do damage? Oh yeah. Go okay. Ahead, do damage. Cool. Because that was that was the point of this. Okay. Twenty three points of damage. It's magic. It's piercing. It's bludgeoning. But that's all. Okay. First in the combat is Willie B. Willie B. I think you've gone first for like half of the combats <laughs> in this book. I, I have a very impressive character. I know. He likes to hurry up and wait. I am going to use the glitter dust wand from the sheath. Okay. And attack the archer. All right. Roll me a will save. I am going to use adaptable luck on this. So what does that mean? That is going to be a plus two to this. Rather than my halfling luck normally, I have adaptable luck. So I have to choose the roll. I'd like to think that it wouldn't matter very much with uh, an 18 on the die, bringing that up to a 29. You can tell this is a projected image, an illusion. Ooh, that sucks. Okay. That's horrible. All right. I, so may, then, I may have just shot an innocent person. Well, it's just an illusion. Oh, silly, silly reptile. You have been shooting at a mere projection this whole time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this was not my plan. 
Well, I would surely hope not. Is there uh, another check that I can make to figure out if it's just the ale from this that we need to drain? Or is it? Is there actually something else actually dispensing the ale? You could make a perception check here. You'd have to get a little closer to figure out anything about the ale, but I'll I'll give you some information. How much closer? Uh, what I'm saying is, if you want to actually inspect the ale, you're gonna need to like have oh. ale in front of you. But if you just want to look and see if like if it's coming from one place or that kind of thing, you can just roll a perception. Like, what is dispensing these mugs specifically? Because if it is an invisible creature, he would use glitter dust for sure. Nine on the die brings it up to a. 16. Not yeah, with great. the 16, you think the mu- the ale is coming from one cask behind the bar, but you don't see anything besides this projected bartender that's serving it. Are the So then are the mugs being passed out to the other loggers just floating, or how are the mugs specifically getting there if this- or is the image actually- Picking up the image mugs. is picking up mugs and passing them out. When there is uh, something that appears, Willie will use the glitter dust. But he doesn't see anything right now, so he's just going to ready that. Okay, well, uh, you can't ready it because he used a standard action to cast glitter dust already this round. I'm not. Yeah, he still had to cast it to interact with it to get the will save. So okay. roll the UMD. But yeah, I guess if we need to do that retroactively or something. Yeah, you could roll the UMD. You still interacted with the image, which is why you got the save. So I definitely use it. Yep. So okay. I guess it's in a 10-foot radius on the spot. From sure. the spot. So it's glittery beer. And nothing else like shows up with the glitter dust? Okay. Nope. Next to the order is Godfrey. I assume Willie is just kind of yelling that, you know, he's telling Comstock, but you can all hear it. Can Godfrey make a perception check to see if there's anything else in this uh, tent that seems awry? Yep. Uh, 21. Is the beer awry? <laughs> 21, you don't notice anything. Okay. I think at this point we just split the cask, attack the cask. Yeah, I could and just spill the beer. The other thing I was thinking is I could try to talk to one of these tree people to see if I could find out from them what happened or if they've seen stuff going on, but... They're under that enchantment. I don't know if they would understand what's happening. Like, even the ones being murdered were, like, happy, remember? True, true. Okay. Then what he will do is he will go ahead and move up and then try to attack the cask with his sling. Um, So he's got a 50-foot range on that sling, so I'm assuming, you know, right up there. It's a 19 to hit. 19 will hit the cask. Okay. Time to showcase some damage from this groaning bullet. And what does it sound like? Oh, oh yeah. Max damage, two points of damage. <laughs> Jesus, oh my man. god. Like hardness. That's the hot one oh. three minus one. <laughs> it thunks into the side and falls down ineffectively. Uh two points of damage is not ineffective. It is against se. hardness. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Can we tell how full the cask is based on the sound it makes? If anything, Comstock should with some like I'm no engineering there. It's it sounds (laughs) it sounds decently full. That's vital information that Godfrey just (laughs) delivered to the party. Thank Godfrey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next in the order, take that. uh, Go ahead and take that archer, Mm -hmm. and uh, it appears right over here. No. 
Yep. And it is in the air. It's 15 feet in the air in this tent with little pixie wings. And it's going to go ahead and fire its bow at Comstock since he tried to sneak up and shoot it in the face. Let's see. Against your flat-footed, it's going to be a 19. Okay, so I'm flat-footed because it appeared over here? Yeah, because it was invisible and okay. then appeared. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. So uh, my flat-footed would be an 18. It definitely hits. Okay, that hits. So you're going to take four points of damage, ah. and I need you to make a fortitude save. Again, very, very good for kobolds. 16. You start to feel stiff. Unless it's a curse for your emotion. Mm-mm. Okay, well then, um, yeah, I guess I'm getting hard or something. I feel stiff. But I don't know. All right. Is there a mechanical penalty I need to put on now or something you're going to tell me later? Um, In two rounds, put bark skin on your sheet. In okay. two more rounds after that. Put tree on the sheet? Pull up the statistics for a tree. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Oh, that's uh, unfortunate. Yeah, now you will get more fortitude saves, so hopefully okay, you good. can make it. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Arabella, you're up next. You see this pixie up in the air 15 feet. It just fired an arrow at Comstock, hit him. Gonna walk up as close as I possibly can to the pixie, directly underneath of it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw fire at it, alchemist fire. Throw an alchemist fire at it. Okay, I like that. Now, because I'm in the five-foot square and I would be five, at least five feet tall, would it only be a 10-foot distance? Technically, yes. Okay. Okay. I it's just want I, It changes here. my yeah. yeah range increments. So. so it's a range touch attack. Sure. It's a solid 14. Unfortunately, no. So uh, do I set anything near it on fire? Because it takes at least one point of splash. Does it if there's nothing for it to, like, hit? I guess that's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. Right? It's not like it's hitting the ground next yeah. to it. It's kind of... Because this tent is tall. This tent's like a 30-foot tall tent. Oh, yeah. I have and no idea. I just... I, I feel like it would land on the ground. I mean, okay. if you were shooting straight up, it would technically have two chances to hit. One on the way up, one on the way down. But no. you'd also <laughs> definitely get splash damage. No, because I, I can just <laughs> barely throw it to it. So it'd probably be like me throwing it, and it'd probably just lob and fall. Yeah, actually, why don't... Uh, why don't... You roll me a d8. Oh, okay. Six. Six. We'll start in this direction. So it goes diagonally back towards uh, me and Steve. Another square hits the ground, hits a patron, lights him on fire, but misses the pixie. Okay. The patron takes one point of splash damage. It freaks out a little bit. Another tree is singed. Okay. Mika. So I'd like to use an ability potentially somewhat creatively and it would take me a second to be able to do this but one of my uh, monk style strikes is a flying kick where before the attack I can move a distance equal to my fast movement bonus but it doesn't say that can't be vertically up and it's a flying kick can I kick can I jump up 10 feet to do this flying kick and hit it in the air if you make a decently high acrobatics check for the high jump. So I so I was looking at the the high jump for acrobatics, and once you go for a high jump, every foot beyond four feet is an additional plus four to the DC. Oof. So 
that's ridiculously hard if she can't use her flying kick to move up. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, your flying kick would work if you had flight. I would let you move up. But since you don't have flight, I'll say you can either try that acrobatics or you can start wailing at it with shurikens. The acrobatics won't be possible. Yeah, I would only be at a plus four. 14, so there's no way. Yeah, you'd have to get uh, 10 feet in the that. air, right? So yeah. it'd be 24 plus, right? Six times four. Yeah, and then it's it's already a, a 16 is four feet. Oh, it, boy. It's a DC yeah. 16 just yeah, for four yeah, feet. It's like a DC so 40. No start, throwing, yeah. start yeah. throwing things. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, knowledge check, is this creature also fey? Yeah, give me a nature. I really need to stop rolling knowledge checks. I rolled a 19. 23. That's two questions. Lily is just probably beaming at how excited. <laughs> what, a, what an exceptional student you are. <laughs> Simple pleasures. What would you like to know? Ooh, uh, I want to know more about what's turning everyone into trees and how we can stop that. If I can do that from the knowledge check. So from the knowledge check, you don't think that's something inherent to mm. pixies. Okay. Uh, then I would like to know its special defenses. Its special defenses, it has DR, it has spell resistance, and that's it. It doesn't have the the ice fey type stuff. Okay. Do you think it's worth it to try weaknesses or just go with special other special special abilities? All right, special abilities. Special abilities, it has invisibility at will. It, uh, you can tell it's flying. It's got a good fly speed. Uh, it's got some spell-like abilities, uh, that same confusion that the brownies used. It can detect your thoughts. It can dispel magic. It can entangle you. It has used, you presume, its permanent image. And it has shield, which is probably in effect. Mika shares that information with the party and then is going to move up very close to Arabella to try to get within a close as possible range. And... She does have some uh, cold ire shuriken, so she is going to throw one. Okay. And the range increment is only 10 feet, so I it's, think I'm... Well... I'm, like, right on the edge. It's still... You're still good. Okay. It's still within your first range increment. Same as it was straight up, it would still be even five feet away. You'd be 10 feet, 15 mm, feet diagonally. Okay. Perfect. That's... A little bit better, at least. 17? 17 does not hit. Next in the order is Comstock. Okay, when do I roll my save? Uh, go ahead and roll it right now. It's worse. It's a 12. Okay, really starting to stiffen here. Okay, not great. So he's going to start lumbering here. As he moves, he's pulling out a dagger, and he's moving right up next to Mika. This brings him within his first range increment of this flying fey creature, and he's going to try and shoot it with his pistol. Here's the thing. You can't turn into a tree because, like, you're one of our only hope. I know, but also, like, hey, uh, it's not happening. Uh, I got a 11 to hit its touch AC. Yeah, it doesn't do. No way, yeah. Will it be? I am a little bit torn as to whether to use another charge from the wand or just perform so that you guys can hopefully hit this thing. It has invisibility I mean, at, at will, will, so it would be good if you could get glitter dust on it now while you can still see it. Yes. That's yeah, true. 100%. Cool. 
do come out and play with us. Didn't didn't like that. Didn't like <laughs> yes. that at all. All right. Fortunately, the worst has happened again. I uh, do not use charge. Oh, God. How many ranks do you have in UMD? You should have a lot. I'm at plus 11. So he's got a... I even have an ion stone to, to boost it as much as I can. But yeah, it's respectable, but yeah, low roll will get you. you, you need, yeah. Uh, this is quite a few, quite a few low rolls there. Higher. Yeah. Okay, so no spell. Are you moving? No. Okay. I'm pretty, pretty, pretty far off on my own. I'm also just 30 feet away from Comstock, who it would be the furthest away. Alrighty, Godfrey. Okay. Is Comstock's affliction apparent to the rest of the party yet, or is it just still n- nothing? visual is happening to him yet. I'll say he looks kind of stiff as he's walking around, but it's really going to become apparent when he starts sprouting bark. Okay, okay. So Very on, troll 2-esque. On, on, round, yeah. on round three, when the bark skin effect takes effect, okay, it will be very apparent. So yeah, Godfrey's running through his options. Honestly, the whole character is a kind of a case study in the folly of flavor because he's chosen a dodo as a spirit animal which is a flightless bird. Any other bird, uh, spirit animal, he could have delivered a touch spell through the bird to this creature floating 15 feet above the air. Any, you know? Anything else, huh? Anything else, basically, but not that. So uh, Godfrey is going to move up maybe 10 or 15 feet, and he knows he has to do something, but he's not sure, so he feels this unstable magic oh, flowing no. through his Here veins. Here it comes. Here it comes. As he expends a level one spontaneous spell, to randomly cast a level two shaman spell. So, 126 different options. Rolling the dice roller. Arabella's gonna yell out, oh my God, like everybody duck, he's casting. He's casting again. (laughs) All right, so I got a 97. That is the spell, Shield of Shards. That's actually, that actually sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good, but. (laughs) You gonna cast it on the pixie? I don't know, I gotta look up the spell text. I don't know what it does yet. Okay, so the target is a shield that I wield. I'm not wielding a shield. (laughs) (laughs) This defensive spell must be cast on a shield you're wielding and fractures the shield into two shards, plus one additional shard per two caster levels. While it's active, you you lose your shield bonus to AC. Didn't have one anyways. As this broken piece is orbit you. You can direct the shards to attack an adjacent opponent as a move action. Can't do that. Can't do any of this. I think that the spell fizzles into primal magic right outside his outcast hand, and that's his turn. He's going to pull his sling out after that, I think. That sucks, man. <laughs> uh-huh. You win some and you lose some with this. Yeah, you, you, you guys have been losing some all, <laughs> a couple turns here. Can't wait till we start winning some. Yeah. Be great. It's the creature's turn. It's going to fire at Arabella. Ew, probably not. That's only a 20 to hit. And 20 doesn't hit. Okay, the 20 doesn't hit. So the pixie with its 60-foot fly speed just kind of shoots 60 feet the other way. We are not equipped for this. Actually, we are, but he's in trouble. I'm 60. So that's as far as it can go in the corner here. Next in the order is Arabella. Arabella's creature just zip-zop-zooped across the tent. So 60 feet is... Incredibly fucking far. I have a move speed of 30. Mm-hmm. I could run over there, do absolutely nothing, 
and that would be about all I could do. Don't have a non-magical bow that you no. could utilize? Oh, I have. Do I still have the one from the competition? No. Then no. So I, I literally have nothing because the only ranged options I have are throwing my daggers or throwing alchemist fire and acid. Problem is, all of those are like 10 feet. So you can move 30 feet and try and throw at your third or fourth range increment. It's moving 30 feet still puts me 30 phys- like feet away plus another 10 feet because it's up in the air. Right, so, so if your range increment is 10 feet, right? Yeah. Then you'd be at your fourth range increment. So that's a what, minus eight to a total plus of plus six? Against touch with a flask. In the Pathfinder community, they call this a Hail Mary. Six, nope. Okay. Next to the order is Mika. So when it's firing at us, is it firing from uh, an actual bow? Like it's holding a bow? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's way too high in the air for Mika to jump, but she reaches into her backpack and pulls out her double-chained hammer. I think I'm pronouncing that maybe right, which is like two kind of like sickle, small sickle-looking uh, weapons, and they're connected by an eight-foot chain in between them. And so with this weapon, she can actually whip it out and get reach. Okay. Nice, nice. So then if she uh, ever gets close to this thing, she would only need to jump five feet in the air. Sure. Which is possible. Which is more doable. Yes, (laughs) much more doable. Uh, But it's so far away right now. You can take as many free actions in a turn as you want, correct? Yep. All right. (laughs) So Mika holds the uh, her weapon in one hand drops with the other hand she's gonna move up uh as so she has a 40 foot move speed so she'll get as close as she can with one movement and then she's going to draw a shuriken and throw it a cold iron because it's treated as ammunition okay so is the comma one-handed or two-handed it's two-handed but you can drop one hand and it's on a chain and then it's a free action to draw it up again. Gotcha. So she can drop it and pick it up as a free action. Uh, but she still has it in in one hand, so she has a free hand to throw the sure. shuriken. So that'll be, what's the range increment on that, 10 feet? Only 10 feet, I'd yep. say you're at your second range increment here. Okay. A 12. 12 does not hit. Comstock. All right. Make uh, fortitude. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Come on. Four on the dice, nothing. You have bark skin. That's nice, though. For two Bonus, rounds. Bonuses. Doing great. Now it is apparent. He's, like, starting to grow twigs. Okay. Godfrey, I don't feel too good. So Comstock is starting out his turn. He's got 20 feet of move speed with that medium load. So he moves 20 feet. He's pretty far away from this thing. Let me let me calc see how many range increments I got here. I'll be in my third range increment, taking a negative six. I mean, I this, we got nothing against this guy. I got to try shooting it. Yeah, probably throw your grip point on it if you want to hit. Or no, is that only two range increments to do to resolve against touch? I was thinking about that. Let me let me make sure that's the way that works. Ah, it's a split, right? Where I'm a little right, I'm a little wrong here. Costs one grit point per range increment. And uh, uh, that was fine before when I was just resolving against one additional range increment. Uh, but I only have two more points to spend, so I can't do that. Okay. So this will just be against regular AC. Uh, and a negative six. 
So I'm rolling a plus two effectively. Here we go. 19 to hit. 19 hits. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, let's not get excited here, folks, because I'm not getting any of my sneak attack damage. And, uh. But you hit it. And, right, and it has damage reduction. Well, let's see what I can do here. I do have deadly aim on. Uh, that's gonna come out to 13 points of damage. Okay. That's something. Damage is damage. Sounds good, Willie B. Gotta try that wand again. Alright. Can't have it going invisible. What a, what a funny thing rolling dice is. What a funny thing. Here, here. Oh, man. Okay. So then I am going to move right behind Arabella, only 10 feet. Sure thing. Godfrey. You know, it's interesting. After a careful review of his character sheet, he is now a more effective character than he was the round before. So <laughs> Godfrey's going to yell out to Comstock, mm, uh, Hang on there, I'll, I'll help you out here in a second. But in the meantime, he is going to cast flaming sphere on the uh, the cr- the archer in the air and have the the flaming sphere materialize right in his square. So sure. I, need, I need him to make me a reflex save, please. Okie dokie. Natural 20. Yep, that'll pass. So um, the unfortunate thing about this spell is that the reflex save completely negates any damage. So I can move it again on my next turn, but until then, it's not going to do anything. Um, and there's not much he's going to do, do past that. He's going to stay close to Comstock to try to help him next round. All right. Appreciate that. It's the Pixie's turn. It's going to fire a shot at Mika. Okay. I don't think in Dirty 20 is going to hit you either. No, it is not, thanks to my mage armor. Okay. Nice. Then the creature flies out of the flaming sphere, because that sucks, and is just going to fly over to this side. <laughs> Rude. I see you smirking. You know how much range a flaming sphere has. <laughs> Haley's used it too many times. Yep. <laughs> Arabella. Arabella is going to move 30 feet closer and throw... In acid. Okay. It's only a minus what? It's four? just your. Se- it's in your second range increment here, so it's minus it's two. Two. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen does not hit touch. Mika. I was gonna jump up and hit it or disarm it or something. I know it's so far away. Now I know this level five party can't deal with ranged. <laughs> Little do you know, we're leaving our capabilities hidden so you will be caught off guard next time this happens. Be caught off guard by the next flying enemy you face. Yes. None of us are grasping at straws right now. I think I can deal effectively with range. It's just the mobile range which fucks me over. It keeps moving far out of my range increments. Yeah. Like I could set up like a decent get sort of close and just pump crazy damage into something but I can't get close to this guy. Yeah, it's a a difficulty with a gunslinger versus anyone with a bow because anyone with a bow, this thing would have been in your range the entire time. Absolutely. Does anybody here just have a bow that I can steal? I'm going to guess no, but No, I'm not I'm not shot. even proficient. If you guys remember the competition, like Yeah, did poorly. I remember that. Team backup crossbow, where you at? Like, if we can't hit it, do we end up just saying like Just destroy the barrel yeah. of, of ale. Right. That would frustrate them, I suppose. Yeah, the problem is, is like, Palmstock got hit with something, right? Yes, so, do yes, we know Do we know if it's really in the ale? 
if Palmstock got hit and is turning into a tree. Ah. Makes me not feel like it's in the ale. It could be. We could do a knowledge check or something, but... And we do we know how to counteract what's happening? Other than... Probably by succeeding a fortitude save, mm, one okay. might not turn into a tree. Cool. I'm barreling towards tree town right I now. I didn't think I'd get anybody with this, but... So, uh, Mika has not been effective like running back and forth across the map, but the uh, pixie has been just kind of going back and forth. So is it, uh, it, it's probably not possible to ready an action if he flies over to jump and attack, because that would be like an acrobatics and a weapon. I'll say you can ready a, uh, a standard action charge. You'll roll your acrobatics as part of that, but you can ready a charge as a standard action to move your movement speed and attack. So if it ever gets within your movement. Okay, I'll do that because running up to it and trying to throw a like 1d3 plus 2 weapon is not doing anything. Yep. Alrighty. Got a readied action and it's Comstock's turn. Okay. Uh, I can't believe I have to do this, but I'm I'm using my neutral hero card on this fortitude. Okay, save yourself a plus 5. Don't roll low. I mean, historically. Okay. It's a 7 off the die. With the plus five that comes out to a 12, with the fortitude bonus on top of that, that is going to resolve to a 16. You know that that was your first roll, which failed. Well, that oh, fucking no. blows yeah. just a huge amount of cock. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that that didn't help at all. <laughs> well, oh well folks. All right, you got one more save. It was it was nice playing this character. Uh, it's gonna move twenty feet. Twenty. This will be one ranged increment outside. I use a grit point to resolve against touch. To resolve against touch. I right, I like it. Uh, something's wrong. Your fingers are like <laughs> growing into the wood of the handle of the gun. Yeah, love that flavor. Uh, Okay, well, this is just uh, just a huge crock of shit. Does 11 hit its touch AC? <laughs> oh my uh, god! I love that for you. <laughs> I love that for you. Oh no, okay. Willie! What kind of check do I have to do to figure out what's going on with him, with Comstock? Make a heal check? Probably not gonna get it. I'm definitely not gonna get it with an 8 total. Yeah, it's rough. Like bark skin. Well, when I turn into a tree, hopefully my gear doesn't become a tree, so someone can pick up my gun and use it as if it has the broken condition. <laughs> because that's how firearms work for people that aren't proficient. Lovely. Why don't we get Godfrey's turn here? Okay. I'd like to do the rest of my turn. Uh, I wasn't sure if you were just going to do that and then cast Glitter Dust again at a failure. I mean, I'd at least get to roll for that. <laughs> good. Uh, you want to give it a roll? Based on all of our very, very good abilities, I'm actually just going to perform and say, oh. now, it's best to look at the target that you are trying to hit, but not exactly or too far beyond it. Just enough to where you get the arc just right. So I'm performing. Okay. Um, you're performing. Are you moving? Gonna take a five-foot step diagonal up. Okay. Godfrey. Okay. 
Godfrey can really tell that we're barking up the wrong tree with this encounter. So he's going to yell out to the group, mm, Companions! Perhaps if we can save Comstock, we should leave and try to disrupt operations elsewhere. And then internally... What, like a genius frog. <laughs> internally, he's going to he's gonna think to himself, he's going to call upon the spirits and say, mm, Ancestors of the woods, help my friend resist the roots of his affliction and help it leaf his body. He's going to use an instance of his ancestor's counsel to give Comstock a plus two to any attack roll, blah, 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 saving throw oh uh, until the beginning of his next turn. And he is, I'm going to be playing my good hero card when he has to make his save to give him uh, two rolls for oh this God. affliction. Thank Christ. Oh, my God. So Great puns. Take another plus two. Yeah, so that's a plus four total. Look at that. Oh, boy. Um, boy, I still might fuck this up. <laughs> yep. So um, just flavor-wise, he's going to move to be right next to Comstock to help him through this. Okay, that sounds good. And that's his turn. It's the Pixie's turn. It's going to stay where it is, firing at Arabella. Great. How about a 23? Yeah. Okay. Get ready to take some damage, Willie. That's only four points of damage. I do need a fortitude save. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Gosh, it. Okay. Um, this isn't an illusion, charm, or fear. No. You're looking with, for a, a one with a seven behind it. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny that you're saying that. Um, It's so, so funny. Because I got a 16. <laughs> <laughs> 14 off the die, Haley. I have a plus two fortitude save. Oh, God, you're also going to be a tree. It's because I have a minus two on everything. Because yep. I'm sickened. Yep. Oh, that is a big that is a big factor. That's why like, I've uh, had a minus two on everything. S- squad, if we stick around, this uh, this is probably like CR4 encounter is going to be a TV game. <laughs> <laughs> the squad's an orchard now. The squad's an orchard. <laughs> Darabella, it is your turn. Go ahead, baby. Another fortitude save. No? No. Oh. I got two on the die. Yeah, you're going to be dead fast. Mika. Wait. <laughs> Sorry, I was so tempted to just skip you. Yes, you're you're up. You've, been, you've gotten so used to our turns not mattering whatsoever that yeah, you're just, just blowing I'm, past I'm literally them. just playing like the this pixie against the... Step up five feet and I throw fire. Yeah. And I, nineteen, range. 19 well, no, nineteen on the die. Sorry, but it's range touch, which goes up to a twenty-five. Okay, that hits. I mean, what's it gonna do? Fire. <laughs> Max. Do I get? Does inspire courage add to damage? I can't remember. Yes. yes. Yeah. It does. That's so great. Um, eight fire. Burn, Pixie. Okay, if we kill this thing, all we need to do is find pots and soil. Gonna <laughs> 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 have a bunch of little groups yep. running around. Yeah, right. well, we'll be wheeling them around, but yeah, yeah, effectively. Mika. Well, this time it didn't 
go back over to the other <laughs> oh, side. Just, <laughs> too tricksy for you. <laughs> what a tricksy Sometimes tricksy. he moves, sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> What's gonna happen next time? Maybe you want to ready another action. No, I'm gonna try to do something. Mika moves 40 feet. She's right by Comstock. And uh, throws Comstock at it. <laughs> Since he is now wood, yes, he sir. acts as a spear. That's not a terrible fight. <laughs> well, I do have a cold iron uh, piece of ammunition, and with the performance, I'm gonna try to hit. Do it, okay. do it, do it. Do it. All right, this is a 24. Yeah, that hits. Fuck yeah. Finally. Guys, I think we got this in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's six points of cold iron damage. What's it look like? (gasps) (laughs) So Mika's getting visibly frustrated at this point, and so she just huffs over 40 feet across this room, like nudging through people, (laughs) and she just looks at him, glaring, takes her shuriken out and just throws it, and it hits like right in between his eyes and just sticks there. Right in that third eye. Mm Mm-hmm. And the pixie drops in a heap to the ground. And all of its magical effects end. Arabella spits on it. That's the best thing I've heard all week. And I think to figure out the fate of Comstock... And Arabella. We'll find out next time. No! No! Cheers, folks. What? We'll see you next time. Where's the nearest garden center? So should I bring a backup or not? (laughs) I'll never tell. tell. Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carnival of Tears is copyright 2007. Carnival of Tears and the Game Mastery module are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.